The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terramino. Welcome to OAA Now here on Sammy Terramino, blog of the Dragons Insider, blog of Inside the OAA, and one of the hosts of Queen Terramino and the Orient Neighborhood Television. I'd like to welcome those watching on the live stream and also hearing us on the local voice and also watching on ON TV. Hey, it is Monday. It is Monday. And we a got gloomy a Monday. Here. We have a guest. Yes, we do. Coach Doug Corliss, the voice of the Dragons. It is so great to be back. <laughs> it is. It's uh, it's always good to have a guest in. Um, I'm trying to. You were the last guest in here live. Yes. Uh, two years ago. Yes. And yes. we remember that was a nice little combo we had. Excellent conversation. Always a uh, great conversation when uh, Coach Carlos is in town. Mm-hmm. The voice of ON TV's football telecast for we've been doing it how long now? Eleven oh. years. Twelve. Love it's, talking. I've been here twelve years. Yeah. Love talking football with you. Yeah. <laughs> Love talking football. And and last year I had to mail it in from northern Michigan. So to be back in the <laughs> in the presence of greatness. Oh geez. You know, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always good to have the guests in. And as you know, and I'm sure Sammy shared with you, it's like we've had some coaches in, they've been calling in and trying to expand some of, you know, the information from the outside mm-hmm. world instead of Sammy and I just talking back and forth amongst ourselves, and he's teaching me about OAA everything and pushing buttons over here, driving the bus. But it's great having guests in and actually in person, especially you, Doug, because longtime friend, known you forever, and always good on the knowledge of the game and what's happening uh, out there on the field. So um, what do we talk about today, Sammy? Let's do the only roundup first, and then before we do we'll, the roundup? Do the roundup first, and then we'll devote everything to football, with, oh. because we got the voice of Dragon football here. Okay, the, the OA roundup is right now. All right, first OA roundup mm-hmm. of 2021. Yep. Let's see if I can read these things, because my eyes aren't what they used to be. <laughs> Doug, you offered me your glasses I earlier. Did. <laughs> yes. All right, let's see what happened. Okay, we're it's football season, as Sammy said. It is football season. Let's talk about what happened mm-hmm. on the gridiron last week. All right, Orchard Lake St. Mary's over Harper Woods, 28-14. to Yeah, that was a really good game. It was really tight between those two teams. Um, and the day Harper Woods um, just couldn't overcome Orchard Lake St. Mary's defense. And Harper Woods' first loss of the season, correct? Yep, they're now 2-1. and one. They got Pontiac Guardian prep next, next week. All right. Berkeley Royal Oak, uh, 49 uh, 9. Berkeley takes it in a route. Um, Zach Morris, three touchdown passes for Berkeley, and they led 42 7 at half. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? You, you told me. What did I tell I, you? I picked the upset. I'm like, it's going to be a squeaker by three, and you said it's going to be a, a. Berkeley blowout. I wanted him to have to apologize again two weeks in a row <laughs> <laughs> to Royal Oak. It didn't happen, dang it. That's okay. But the new trophy was handed out. You yes, saw it. Yes, the Battle of Woodward, the Catalpas on one side, Lexington on the other side. Outstanding idea, outstanding mm-hmm. trophy. Congratulations to Berkeley on the big win. Avondale over Pontiac, 52-20. Does this say something about Pontiac or something about Avondale? I think it says something about Pontiac. They're getting better. I mean, Avondale, you know, they, they finally opened it up a little bit. Got some points on the board. That was the first points of the season, correct? Yeah, they didn't score at any point in the last two weeks. All right, so Pontiac uh, showing some signs of life on offense. Yep, we'll see zero, what happens. 0-6-20, getting there. Yep. And Stockbridge this weekend, I think it's looking to be a shootout. 
Yep, and we're big fans of uh, Pontiac here on the uh, podcast. Always root for the uh, Phoenix. Troy Athens, Farmington in a tight one. Troy Athens wins 36-35 in a tight one. Good game, though. That was a really good game. Um, Troy Athens, of course, it was really, they needed an extra point to win that game. Just an extra point. Yes. Wow. It's always a kicking game. Yep. Right. Anytime you get an OT game in the OAA, that is a good time had by all, except, I guess, Farmington because they lost. They fought 0-3. That's a 0-3 is tough, yeah, under the new regime, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bloomfield Hills over Waterford, Kettering 42-21. Bloomfield Hills trailed 21-0 and then came back. Shane Winter, two touchdowns, an interception, and a sack. Yep. For Bloomfield Hills. I think I picked uh, the captains in this one. Yes. And I, I guess I was I was Kettering. right for a little while. Full pick Kettering. And then uh, they came back. Good for Bloomfield Hills, though. Sh- sewing uh, offenses coming to life. Mm-hmm. All right. Troy in Ferndale. Troy takes it 30-12 to 12 yep. over Ferndale. Good job for the Colts. Uh, North Farmington over Groves. 49-0. to Jasper Be- yes, Jasper Beeler, uh, five touchdowns, yep. 151 on the ground, 104 through the air for North Farmington. What can you say? You got him, Ryan Shelby, and Aaron Rice. That's all I need to know. I mean, yeah. Doug, you said it. They're real. Yes, they're real. They are. And, uh, and as always, we always go back to it. Look who's coaching. John Herstein, the Hawk Effect. It's coming Look who's calling the offense. The Hawk Effect. It's yeah, it is. It's the Hawk effect, the Harrison effect. We talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad somebody else recognized. I'm sure there's a lot of people recognizing that today, um, and moving forward. Uh, Adams, Oak Park, ten to six. Adams takes it. Uh, Griffin Henke, 27 yard rushing uh, touchdown for uh, Rochester Adams. That was a close game, but Adams continues to win. Oak Park is probably one of the best 0 and 3 teams. I want to talk about the white later on. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot to talk about. That is for sure. Rochester continues its winning ways from a year ago. 41-13 over Seaholm. I'm still trying to figure out the Stony Creek loss. Not there yet. Good. (laughs) Good for Rochester. I mean, Eric Vernison, a nice job that team. Yeah, 41 points is no slouch of an offense. Clarkston, 34-13 over Stony Creek. Ethan Clark is a beast. Going 248 on the ground, three touchdowns for Clarkston. They just reload. Isn't it that the case? Every year. Clark's the Clark's Clark in the pillow. You know what I mean? I need to look yeah, at. I thought it'd be a little bit tighter, but man, if you're getting two uh what was that, two forty eight on the ground. Especially uh, against Gary Griffin's defense, my No goodness. kidding. Yeah. Uh West Bloomfield Oxford uh had a grudge match going on. Slugfest. Haymaker after Haymaker, but West Bloomfield takes it forty one to thirty one in a and a well-contested match. Both quarterbacks played well. Raquan Nance and then Brady Carpenter, both of them played really well in that game. And that was up at Wildcat up Stadium. Back, yep. mm-hmm. All right, good job. And that that kind of leads us into – got one more here, but we're yep. going to be talking about the Wildcats-Lake Orion. Big rivalry match coming up this mm-hmm. Friday at Lake Orion High School. Southfield 18-T over Lake Orion, 40-21. to Defensive issues continue for the Dragons. Isaiah Marshall, five TD passes for A&T. Uh, was it Kyler Carson, two passing and one rushing TD for Lake Orion? Hey, this just in, Southfield a and is going to be really good this year. Quality quarterback, uh, carving apart uh, some suspect defenses. And that's it for the OAA Roundup.
All right. How what? do we how do we unpack all of that? There's a lot of good info in there. A lot of good stuff. Um, when you really look at, and I know Coach Coral, I want to break down everything by division. Um, let's go blue first, then white, then red. Okay. Um, okay. Um, let's look at the blue. I mean, obviously, you look at Troy, Troy, Athens, Bloomfield Hills combined. They're three and zero each right now. Um, when I look at those putting up points, putting up points, they're stopping people. Yep. Um, what is your a take on those three teams right now? Call it a rolling readjustment because they, <laughs> well, they had been so bad for for so long, and now they're starting to get in. You know, Troy, for example, relatively new coaching staff. Yeah, well, Chris Frazier, yes. Yeah. yeah, these guys are finally getting to know each other. They're putting together what they want to put out together, not what somebody else yeah. ran. And they're finally seeing the fruits of their labor. Yeah. I think a lot of that's – Troy's got a lot of experience. you got Max Stromberg there. you yep. got both Block brothers there. you got Darius Whiteside there. Their offense, defensive line is getting better. Um, but for me with Troy, I mean, like, I just think – I don't know if they've been tested yet. I mean, I thought Ferndale would give them a test. But I think – I don't think Troy's been really that tested. You know what I mean? They, they will be. Coming up. And you I, mentioned that before, but it's like you play the team set before you, mm-hmm, yep. and you win or you lose, and they're winning. That right? being, and they're scoring scoring points. I that, think that changes Friday, though, for Troy, though. Yeah, I was going to say, that being said, I can't wait for Troy-Troy-Athens. That's mm-hmm. going to be a dogfight. That'd be really interesting. I mean, Troy-Athens, they had a dogfight themselves, I mean, yeah. like against Farmington. Now, Farmington, I think, to me, their record is very deceiving because of their losses. I mean, like North Farmington, we know about them. I mean, Berkeley, we know they're a good team. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then that tough one point loss in their home field against um against um Troy Athens. So when you look at Coach Billy Keenis's team, they're starting to roll a little bit. I mean, like they're starting to get it get it going. I mean, like when you look at Athens, yeah. Which Farmington team is going to show up? Yeah, because you you just don't know week to week what you're going to get out of them. Well, and I think a lot of that, you know, you look at players like um, Dominic Pesha. Ian and I talked about Pesha last week. Is he the answer there, or is it Jalen Silver? Of course, Silver played last year. What I'm surprised with Farmington is the fact that they were down the white last year, made a coaching, I mean, had a coaching change, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then, you know, the fact that they're playing, you know, like um, like familiar opponents, they're, they're struggling a little bit. You know what I mean when we look at it. But I thought what they did against Athens, they're starting to get it a little bit. Their defense is still an issue there down there. And speaking of changes in coaching staff, and I, I, we're hoping to get into this a little later, it takes time. We we all know that it takes time for players to get to know a new coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Even if the but, system's not changing, but, right? I mean, uh, Well, look, you get new coaches in, and hopefully the head coach gets to bring in his own guys. Yeah. Right. But it takes these guys, the coaches, a while to meld and yeah. to, mm-hmm. to to get on the same page of the playbook. Absolutely. And when it does, it's a beautiful thing. Yes, it is. And it's imposing beautiful things right now. And then you look at the other side, Team Bloomfield Hills. I mean, they came off a 21 nothing comeback against Waterford Kettering. I yeah. know Kettering's got a new coach in Bob yeah. Kiesa. Um, and we all Fem- know Kiesa very well. Face. We all know Coach Kiesa very well at North Farmington. Yep. I mean, so when you look at Bloomfield Hills, people are going to say to me, you know what I mean? What if these three teams were playing up division? You know what I mean? I mean, could they have performed against 
the white or the red? These three teams. Uh, the white, I'll I'll say possibly. You know, when, until you've got some some miles under your belt, I don't know if you're ready to compete with the big three or the big four in the red. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, but, it's it's like it, you. They say it a thousand. T- I mean, you see it at media day, Sammy. Right. Mm-hmm. Just what uh, Doug was saying is the red. I mean, that's a whole nother Red's beast. a heavyweight. It's a yeah. whole yeah. nother beast, and you're working your way up to that. The white's starting to become a heavyweight conference. It, it is. The the white? The quality in the white is no uh, slouch. No. Yeah. And, you know, don't look any further than, than what's been going on when they're fighting each other this year. <laughs> yeah. You know, Oak Park, and I, I want to touch Oak on. Oak Park and Ox may be the best 0-3 teams in the state yeah. right now. That's how I feel. Oak Park. I, I cannot get over, and it's a testament to Greg Carter, to have the regular season they did last mm-hmm. season. Oh, and six. And then go to the state semifinals in the playoffs, and ordinarily they would have never made the playoffs. Yep. But it's just, you know, first off, it's a testament to how wacky last season was. <laughs> yes. Beyond uh, everything else. Beyond right? everything else. Actually, Ian, you said that you actually liked last year's playoff format. I, I did. Everybody made the playoffs. I did. It was it was, at first. We're, I was kind of like, uh, I don't know about this, right? Because yeah. it's new. We didn't know how, but games were played. Uh, everybody had a shot at the postseason. I liked how they moved everything to you know you, you drop a couple games, but the playoffs became that last you know seventh or eighth game or whatever it was but having that format in that situation oak park paid dividends like unbelievably well and then they became whole that's the thing you know what I mean? when they got healthy and all that and that's why they got on that run um for the future and now it's back to normal and points but do you think in your opinion do you think the mha should look at an (laughs) eight game schedule everybody make the playoffs Stay with the nine games. Number one, uh, you know, nine games sets your, you know, sets your teams. Okay. okay? Um, everybody makes the playoffs. Yeah, it, it might not. I mean, that's what they do in basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I think they do that in Texas. You know what I mean? They have. Oh, they the, do really. Everybody yeah, makes it in the early rounds the wheat's going to separate from the chaff. I mean, the bad teams are going to be eliminated, and you're going to end up with a couple exceptions, like Royal Oak or Oak Park. 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 Got my Oaks messed up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll talk Royal Oak in a minute. (laughs) Royal Oak? We'll talk them in a minute. Yeah. Well, I make no apologies over that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's but you're right. It's it's one of those, and we knew that going in. We're gonna say the, the teams that are. Don't usually make the playoffs or struggling yeah. for mm-hmm. that season. They got bounced, right? You know, an zero and nine team or a one and eight team, and in most a lot of cases a two and seven team, aren't going to make it out of the first round. Yeah, you will have your exceptions, no question. But by and large, the bottom, the bottom of the division is going to be the divide. You know, going to be the first ones out. Mm-hmm. And then you will find out that the teams that are going into the regional finals, the semis, and the final, are the really good teams. We're going to be there anyway. Be there anyway, yeah. yeah. 
And, and you you know, every year there isn't going to be an Oak Park. I mean, no. that, right. that we knew Oak Park was a solid team going into the start of the season. Yes, even they had some struggles. And they were just destroyed by injuries, injuries. right? And and then you you said it, Sammy. They're whole. They're whole. And then, and then they and made they, that run. And then you saw who they were. So they mm-hmm. had the benefit of having that format last year but I think going on the road really helped that team especially when they knocked off Growth Point South they knocked yeah. off UD Jesuit they knocked I off mean, um, they beat Churchill some, they beat good teams they beat some heck good teams yep but uh, I don't think that's happening this year I mean he's right you got to get in you got to get in so they got to get, 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 get in. schedule some of these guys got to get their strength the schedule butts yeah. in motion or they're going to be left uh mm-hmm. wondering what if or and you know the, the log- whole you know the logistics of it Mm-hmm. And you cannot pack every team making the playoffs into like a five or six week playoff format. You've got to expand it. You've got to add at least another week or two, yeah, just to get everybody sifted through mm-hmm. to get to where you would have the fifty six or the sixty four. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. You know, and I, that's what. Um, isn't that what all the coaches said to us? We were asking them, right? We were asking yes. them, what do you think about the format? Keep it, was it last Keep year? It and they'll go, is. no. No. M- move it back to qualifiers. Um, let's go back to teams now a little bit. You yeah, know yeah. I mean? I'm going to go back to teams. Um, Pontiac, we talked about them. I mean, like, Ken Wade's putting something there. I mean, two years ago, we talked about Pontiac, you know, like they were trying to develop a program. Yep. Now they said this year they're doing a different approach, and you've noticed their points four has been yep. going up. Yep. I mean, like, and then their points against, I mean, like, what's going down for a bit until they allowed 52 against Avondale, but, um, but, but Ken Wade is doing something right at Pontiac. He is, and I'm glad to see it. Mm-hmm. We've talked for many, many years that with the athletes that, the, that they have in the city of Pontiac, to be able to develop that talent, you're always going to have your one and two, one or two, they're going to, really stand out yeah. and are going to you know go on maybe to the next level no matter what but to just instill that point of pride of being on a program that not necessarily will win but will compete yeah, yeah and that's exactly what we've been talking about is can they get to a point where they can compete regularly yeah. because if you can compete the wins will come. The wins will come. Right? It'll happen. And I don't know if you've been over to Pontiac High School, uh, the new stadium going in over there. I have not. I so I was over there uh, two weeks ago, and it is something to see. And some this, bright, this brand new shiny stadium is amazing. And, you know, they're still working on it. they got a lot to yeah. do on it. But they have a game coming up, uh, their first home game. Well, well they- lately on – on well, school be, probably grounds. week eight when yeah. they play it. Your homecoming, your homecoming week, or yes, be week eight. Yeah, what coach was saying uh, when you interviewed him during the uh, I think it was Farmington. Media. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, it it you know that these facilities can be a point of pride for the community. It draws people in. And then youth football can take part on that field. Yes. You don't have to go to Wisner. You don't have to play on some little field out in uh, you know at an elementary school someplace or borrow space from somebody else they have this fantastic nine lane track or i think it's eight nine lane. eight they could go to nine on yeah. there they it's 
A lot of space. They thought it up right. They did it right, and I can't wait to see a game out of there. I am going to miss old Wisner Stadium. The locker rooms and stuff were like being in a mausoleum. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it shows its age. It, it had its. It had its, its character. You yeah. had the band shell and the the south end, and and it just had a little character to it. Yeah. Uh, you know. So yeah. Well, it's. I mean, it's one of those gems or you know a historical marker of yeah you, you remember when is what you see mm-hmm. when you roll into that stadium i hate to say i played in wisner stadium when i was in high school when it was brand new no no, <laughs> no it was it was old then it was a mausoleum then mm-hmm. i will compare wisner That's to funny. the greatest one of the greatest stadiums you know you got atwood over at um you got Atwood down there. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. another really good legendary stadium as well um, to compare Wisner to. Yeah. Um, obviously, Pontiac, you know, they're starting to turn it around, which is a good sign. It is a wonderful it's sign. It's a wonderful yeah. sign. And then we talk about their opponent, Avondale. Of course, we know we know Corey Bell. Yeah. Um, did the 52 it, points turn it around for them, or was it just a mirage? Well, like before we went on the air, Sam, you and I were chatting. It's like, does the, uh, what was it, 5220, mm-hmm. does it say more about Pontiac or more about Avondale? You I know, think it says I, more about Pontiac. I think it says more about Pontiac, mm-hmm. to be honest, yeah. right? Because uh, Avondale's been struggling. They haven't scored right. a point against uh, a They were a, against a Troy and Holly. Yes. Don't don't let it be a mirage. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it, This shouldn't be a one and done. Avondale, you, you expect them. They should be able to put points on the board. They, they should put yeah. points it's on just the board. Really... They, have enough, they have enough athletes to do it. I yeah. mean, like, they have an experienced quarterback in Jake Herzog who could definitely do it. Yeah. But but it's still. like, what's going on over there? So I, I think the next two weeks with Avondale is really going to tell us, really, yeah. who who are they? The team I'm really trying to figure out is Ferndale. I mean, they're off to an 0-3 start. Um, they ha- they, they've been blown out. I mean, like, I mean, ever since that game against Royal Oak, where they lost 35-28, they've only scored a total of like 38 points in two weeks. That's never good. Yeah, and just 12 points. last week yeah. to uh, Troy. To Troy. Yeah. I know they're very young, and then we got four seniors on that team. So make that's tough. Sl- you know, tough sledding. You you know, Doug, seniors. That senior leadership, you cannot put you, a price on that. I mean, it's so valuable. Oh, mm-hmm. Exactly, and you know, it's. It's the time where where the coaches have to reevaluate what they're doing, you know. Do you know what changes do you want to make now? You've had three weeks to evaluate your team, right? You know, what changes do you, you know? Are there changes you want to make? And you know, where are weaknesses? Is it mm-hmm. offensive line? Is it defensive secondary? Is it you know philosophy? Let's get it straightened out. They got to change it. Their schedule is getting going to get brutal in the next few weeks. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, they I got games against Wall like Westerns on that schedule, which oh, is brutal. Boy. I mean, like good grief. Um, now let's go to the other two teams, the Battle of Woodward. I call it the formerly the Curb <laughs> Trophy, Berkeley Royal Oak. That was a forty-nine-nine um, total destruction by um, Berkeley against Royal Oak. I mean, it was forty-two-seven at halftime. Um, yeah, when I they look did at, a number through the air, that's for sure. When I look at Berkeley, and I've said this for the past yes, you have. couple weeks. Yes, you have. Mm-hmm. Berkeley's legit. They got an experienced quarterback. You have a good slot back. Mm-hmm. You have a very good wide receiver. You got a good defense. I mean, like, 
when you look at what Sean Shields done with Berkeley, I mean, and like, they're healthy and they're healthy, right? I mean, we talked yeah. to him you know, before. When you look at Berkeley, I mean, this is everything I've come to expectation for. I thought they'd be undefeated and not been for that second half against Blue Hills, but other than that, I think Berkeley's living up the expectation for me. Berkeley's been so much up and down mm-hmm. that now, you know, when they get, to, you know, when you go up and down and you find out what the ups are like, and then you can get it and sustain it, mm-hmm. then the then the players will buy in totally. Yep, because there's nothing like beating somebody fifty-two to nothing one week and then dropping thirty-eight to you know thirty-eight to three the next week. Mm-hmm. So once you get on that high and maintain it. Everybody buys Everybody in. Everybody buys in, and and you get a song sustaining program. Yes, and when you have a, a program that you can sustain, what does that tell you about the, uh, the non varsity teams? Right, that I mean, brings the you start bringing the bodies up. in. That's right. Yep, it brings and you start feeding going, the big teams. Feeding yeah. the big right. teams, and then on the other side, flip side, you got Royal Oak. Of course, they're one and two. Um, you know, rivalry game. You know what I mean? At home against Bert, against your arch rival, then you. Play performance like that, you know what I mean? That's not good. But it's also your competition. Like you just said, you're praising Berkeley. Yeah, they're good for a reason. They scored 49 for a reason. Yes, they scored 49 for a reason. Right? And it just happened to be against our tribal. And (laughs) And it happens. Royal Oak is in a situation that's very similar to Pontiac. Mm -hmm. They've got to learn how to win. They've got to learn how to be competitive. And it's been going on over there for so long. Oh, yes. That, you know, they you know, they could be one or two athletes away from being really competitive. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, Everyone, we'll see what happens. You know, <laughs> you know, today's history lesson to go back when the two high schools merged. Kimball and Don Darrell. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And as good as Kimball had been in the years preceding that, Mm-hmm. You know, the thought was they're going to have a good team, and, oh, yeah. and then it just hasn't turned out. It turned out. Way. Hasn't turned out. Okay, so that's on the blue. Let's talk. Um, <laughs> let's go whites. I mean, this is what you've been wanting to do. What today. a dog fight! That division is absolutely just. When you look at the two teams, when you look at obviously you got Adams, and then you look at North Farmington, you got Rochester. Adams and Rochester played this week. You know that, right? Yes. That'll be a fun one. Absolutely. It will know, be a fun one. And you know, and everybody knows uh, the history. Everybody knows the history. Yeah, what happened last year. I remember you I, were so hyped on the Rochester bandwagon. Who wouldn't be? They who were undefeated. They were undefeated. They were undefeated. Yeah. And then. They're playing great. And then, of course, came the Adams. And then, of course, came Adams. Adams, 39-7 blowout. All Adams did was run Parker Pico, wrote that beer <laughs> option. Well, Adams. that is not a surprise. No. That. Adams came in and beat somebody. Yeah, exactly. Adams has been beating people for season after season. Tony Petrito has done just an excellent, excellent job there. He's shown, and he's the same guy year after year after year. Yeah, and then you look at Rochester. Obviously, Eric Verner's done a really good job with that program. Alex Bueno has really been legit at quarterback. Yep. Um, they got wet. They got very good players. You got um Greg Ocano. You got um you got um Preston Schroeder there. I mean, like you look at Rochester. I mean, like they're starting. The, they're they're been, they're getting it after years of being around five hundred. Couldn't be happier for he, Eric Vernon. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Known him for years. Great guy. No matter what 
you know, what his team is doing, he's always the same, you know, and I couldn't be happier for him. I am really happy for Eric Brodus. Yeah. Now, a team we got to figure out <laughs> is Groves. I mean, we know that Groves had a lot of expectation this year. Obviously, you got Jaden Magnum. I know he's been hurt, but looking at the stats, I mean, like, how many points Groves given up? 40 to Dexter. They've given oh, up. Oh, Dreadnoughts. They've My given up. Um, <laughs> yeah, 49 last week to North Farmington, and then they gave 33 to A&T. Um, yeah. How do you explain Coach Brennan Flaherty's team right now with the way that – and they've only scored 15 points in the last two week, three weeks. That's not good. I wish – well, you know, it's the same thing as to a you know, couple teams we'll talk about later. Yeah. If you can't move the ball and you're going three and out and having to turn the ball over a lot, the you know the other team, the you know, mm-hmm. while you're on defense, you're gonna give up a lot of points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a lot of cases you're gonna be working with a short field. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's you've gotta get your offense in gear to give your defense a break. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's it's what it is, you know what I mean? And I mean, what's their injuries yeah. besides their Magnum, star receiver, yeah. right? I mean He's supposed to be back this week against okay. Seahome. And, and you know, let's forget, you know, Coach Flaherty didn't forget how to coach. Yes. No. He didn't forget how to coach. And one player doesn't make a team. I and mean, we've no. seen it before where you have a star player go down and you you you, you can't fold the ten up. No, nope. I know they got a good running back on Stavros Panos and then of course but the quarterback situation you got Caden Hardy. Um, only a sophomore. I mean, like, um, it's hard to explain. You know, I, he's really struggled in his first year. I know sophomores are, you know, they're very young. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's going to take some time from the one day offense and all oh, that. Oh, take a take a look at North Farmington and Southfield A and T, and you know, you're yeah, they're both running sophomore quarterbacks. They're both running sophomore quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and then what kind of helps on North's case is that you got two proven Division One wide receivers in them, Aaron Rice and Jasper Beeler. Yeah. Um, and then you look at on Southfield A&T's case, Isaiah Marshall's been, you know, playing lights out in the last two weeks since that disaster against Detroit Cass Tech. Um, so when you look at, when you look at North Farmington, then this is a, the Hawk effect. It's, it <laughs> is. It's no the question. Hawk effect over there. No question. Yeah, we talked about this last week, so mm-hmm. you brought it up. It's the Hawk effect. You we know. said you got John Harrington, uh, you know, as the offensive coordinator. Mill Coleman is the quarterback's coach. Mill Coleman, mm-hmm. yeah. And then you have the de- you have their their defensive coordinator actually came from Wayne State actually. Um, and then you look at um, and then you look at obviously Billy Sloan, of course, what he's done with their conditioning program at North Farmington. I mean, this team is a well oiled machine right now. When you look at the Raiders, yeah, they're good. They're I mean, no very question. good. They're very good. They're well coached. Even though they don't have a lot of kids, I think they have 32 on the roster. But Which is dirt legit. Crazy. Exactly. 32. Yeah. That's nuts. North Far- or Farmington Hill Saracen never carried a big roster. No. But they were some of the best disciplined oh, yeah. players on that roster you'll ever find. And yeah. like you said, it's the Hawk effect. Yep. Only now it's, you know. It's the Raider effect. Yeah. Here's a question for you, Sam. Scheduling-wise, does North Farmington play uh, any crossovers with anybody in the red? Um, They I, don't. Not this year. Because I, I would love to see that this year. They're going to get tested week nine when they when Traverse City West. Okay. The Traverse City Central no. comes down, and that's a playoff rematch. North Farmington? 
Yeah, didn't you say crossover? Uh, yeah, they've already they crossed, crossed over Lake Orange. Yeah. Lake Orange. Oh, yeah, yeah. Over Lake Orange. yeah, that's right. But yeah, and we saw get, what happened. They're going to get tested when Adams when Adams goes down there. Yeah, yeah. And then they're going to get tested when Traverse City Central comes down there. Of course, Traverse City Central, let's not forget, eliminated North Farms from mm. the playoffs last year, and they have a very good player in Josh Burnham down there, coming down there. So that'll be really interesting. Yeah, I forgot about the Lake Orient. I think I'll I'm trying it. to put that kind of yeah. I would pay admission here. to see North Farmington Adams. That would be that last would be year. Awesome. That was a really good game. Had not been for Coach Petrito gambling on um going for the win. You know that's a thirty four thirty three game. You know what I mean? Had not yeah. been for Petrino gambling. You know Adams wins that game. You know maybe that I mean the Veer offense causes problems. It does yep. even in the most disciplinous of teams. You know like North Farmington is. You know, the veer causes problems. Yeah. Yep. I yeah. mean, Oak Park, in my opinion, though, I'm going to go from North Carolina to Oak Park. Oak Park, to me, is the best one three, one of the best one three teams in the state. Yep. I mean, look at the schedule. We, well, we talked about it we even with Coach it. at you, Media Day. Yep. He's like, um, yeah. yep. Yeah. <laughs> Rivers Row. And then Seahome, Seahome, to me, even though they're 0-3, I, I was really impressed how they played against Byron Center. Um, didn't look great against Rochester. Um, I mean, like, but I know they're very young. Yeah. But I just think that, um, and then they played Clarkson. So, and you know Clarkson. Yeah. Um, so I think Jim D. Wall's team's going to be fine. They'll come into Lake Orion, too. Yeah, they got to come into Lake Orion. They run that Veer offense. I mean, like, if Lake Orion's not careful, you know what I mean? I'll tell you. Sure. Um, and then let's go from the white to the red. I mean, like. Want to guys briefly break on Harper Woods? You want to talk Harper Woods for a minute? Sure, I don't know much about uh, we, them. Yeah, they came off a twenty-eight fourteen loss. Um, yeah, the first loss of the season. Good quarterback in Vinny Booth. Um, there was an article in the Detroit Free Press mm-hmm. of how you know a far southern school Harper, right. made it in the OAA. Yeah, I, it, I still, it's kind of surprising. It's surprising. Well, we were, and we were talking about that too. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're just joining us, Doug Corliss, the voice of uh, Dragon Football on ONTV, is joining us in the studio with Sammy and I. Um, so, we were we were asking, how did it come to be? You know, what happened? How did that mm-hmm. even get on the docket? I mean, who mm-hmm. proposed the idea? And even I can't remember which coach we chatted with. He goes, "They're in the league." Like, he's, yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. there's yeah. some teams that didn't even know they were in the yeah. league. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. it was like kind of a I would have liked whiplash to have, rubberneck. I would have liked to have read, I believe it was Mick McCabe's article, but it was one that the Detroit Free Press wanted to charge me for. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't understand why these papers want to charge people these days. After, you got to charge. They're going to go under. After that editorial comment. Well, <laughs> yeah. Support your local newspapers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's Doug. go to the red. All right, let's go to the red. Yeah, I mean, so red is an interesting little beast this year. Uh, some things we know, some teams doing what we expect them to do. Some teams are surprises, some teams some, are head scratchers. Uh, some surprisers, uh, and yeah. teams that are starting to rise up, which we expected. Mm-hmm. Um, can, uh, but it can be sustained, right? Right, so there's and a, right now when there's I a lot of movement at- going on. When I look at West Bloomfield, obviously, I mean, what are they? They're two and one. I mean, like, but that's the big question is, what are they defensively? I mean, yeah. like, that is a. I know they're young this year. They've but been giving up. They've a been lot giving a lot of points. They've been scoring a lot of points. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, is it the coaching change? Maybe you coach know, going over to Coach Grice, Terry Grice. Maybe. Could be. Maybe. Uh, 
because he was defensive coordinator. He was the coordinator, yeah. <laughs> right. So now, yeah. you know, and I don't know if he's given up that, if he's got a new D.C. in there, but it's everything we've, we've talked about with other teams, it takes it's some time. time. Yes. Yeah, even with the mighty West Bloomfield. Even mm-hmm. with West Bloomfield. I mean, Raekwon Nance has been pre- playing really good football. Dylan Tatum, we know what he can do. He's basically yeah. playing a diamond Edwards role. Yep. And then Samaj Morganson playing lights out as well. Um, so when you look at West Bloomfield, the concerns I have is going to come down to is their defense, especially in that linebacker secondary core. Um, I think it'll take some time for them to grow to get that experience. I mean, like, but it's it's very unusual to see them giving up that many points. Obviously, I mean Adams, you can understand with the fear, yeah. but but you take Oxford thirty one points. I know Oxford's yeah. been improving, getting better, yeah. and then you look at um. And then, of course, I got to look at their other win. You know what I mean? It was against. Oh, I gotta, my brain's all messed up now. <laughs> it's okay, Sammy. You remember everything oh, Oak else? Oak Park. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, Oak Park. You, you know what I mean? Remember everything else? Where they won that game? You know, yeah. thirty to twelve. So, is there maybe some kinks in the armor a little bit? I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I don't because I think you are going to see. And again, when was when was West Bloomfield's loss? Week yes, one. week one. First game under the new regime. You know what? That's what practice is for. And we we always called week one to week two the big leap. Big leap. Right. And that's when you made your adjustment and you found out what your Mm -hmm. team is going to be. Yep. What's West Bloomfield done since week one? Dominant. Win. They've won two. They're on two. They've been competitive, though. Yeah. Yeah. Do they have it figured out? Probably. Oh, they're getting there. You know what's going to show? Lake Orion Clark, or I'm sorry, West Bloomfield Clarkston. Yeah, that'll show it. That will show if which team is real. Mm-hmm. Clarkston, we know about with the pillow Clark. Um, you know, Cole Dillinger up front. I mean, they got a sustained program, obviously. Yeah, they do. I mean, and even with the uh, the graduation of the big two, yeah, Spindler yep. and Dillinger, they're still yeah. making they're still holes. Making holes, but you know that running back. Yeah, it's Ethan Clark. I've he, seen this yeah. kid in youth football. I've seen this kid. He doesn't in need school. big holes. No. He'll I mean, like, find his legit. yards. You know, I've seen this kid from youth football. He's legit. You know he's what I mean? 90, he finds his yards. Ninety-nine yard run. Yeah. Against uh, Stony Creek against Stony the Gary Creek. Griffin defense. Yeah. Against the Gary Griffin defense. Yeah. And we know how good Gary mm-hmm. Griffin defense are. Coach Richardson just goes into his back room and picks out running back. Here's this guy. Here's this guy. Yeah. Doesn't it here's feel like guy. that? Here's I just guy. I just lost two great linemen. Here, here's another here's one. A... Let, me, <laughs> let me put him in. You know, my quarterback's been there for three years. He's like the Energizer Bunny. He just keeps going. Yeah, yeah and he's six six. You know yeah. what I mean? Six six and getting better. I mean, he's always improving. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, we remember talking about his. First couple starts, you know. Yeah, he didn't look good. And you're going, whoa, and and now he's now he's gotten yeah. better. And but, now you've but got that is your leadership. You've right? got senior quarterback. Cole Dellinger is a junior. junior. Ethan, and Ethan Clark, Clark a junior. is a junior. <laughs> so you find somebody next season to hand the ball off to Ethan Clark. There's your you, offense. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you just keep going. Yeah. And then we speaking of Stony Creek, obviously this team um, first year in the red. First year in the red, yep. I think they're doing. They had some good wins again. They beat Rochester was a huge win for them. They beat um, Port Huron early in the year, but then they took a step against Clarkston. Now, I would give them a pass. You know, I would give them a pass, obviously. But 
How do you think Coach Merlo will do in the red this year? Well, you know what? I think he's going to find out that life was easier in the water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And you know what? He's not the first one yes. no. to come up against that. Mm-hmm. Anytime, anytime you do realignment and a team moves from the white to, to the, the red, red, there is an adjustment. Yeah, <laughs> you know you're not yeah. playing white division team. But that being said, we just talked about it. The white's a dog fight. Yes, it is. So, yeah, and that's what we we talked about that too at the start with them coming up. White is so good. The quality teams are there. It's like, are they conditioned for the red? Are and then they when ready? They go to, to the red, yikes! You know, and we're saying they have a chance to beat some teams in the red, right? I mean, and they're going to be sure competitive in the red. Sure we know do. that, even though they graduated heavy last everybody year. Everybody from yeah. last year, yeah. but they have a program that has been going on for a while. I like what the armor up culture's been doing over there, at yeah. Tony. I mean, like it's. Gonna be really interesting to see what happens there. Well, there's an identity, and you know what you're gonna get with them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There's no mystery week to week, right. or year to year. A team that's really found its identity is Oxford. I mean, this this is to me, I call pretty much just. I would say comparing the Oak Park, one of the best 0 and three teams in the state. We have to, you know, and we will see Friday night, mm-hmm. and this is kind of good, you know. For me, it's good having the doing this show three weeks into the season. Yeah, mm-hmm. four four weeks into the season. Mm-hmm. So you know we've seen. There, there's a lot we've seen. There's we, a lot we, we've, we've seen. seen a lot, and not seeing Oxford last year. You know we. You know I have not seen in person what Coach Lines doing. Uh, yeah. they changed helmets though. They went from <laughs> blue to yellow. <laughs> There we go. Yeah. There you go. That's, that's the that, new. That's, that's a new the difference. That's that's a new change there. That's, that's at least two extra wins on the design mm-hmm. alone. But that also. <laughs> but listen, that also means that Coach Line's building his own program. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Which is which is huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've got to take a time to say, you know what, what was was, mm-hmm. what is, is is. Yes. And we've been curious. I mean, it, just like you, Doug. It's like we sit around, uh, especially when he was hired. We're like, ooh. That's a very interesting think, hire. You got to think with Lyon taking over at Oxford, you know, you're thinking maybe running NFL-type offense. Obviously, think about the New Orleans Saints, um, and I think that's what Lyon's going to be running is more of that Saints offense when he learned to Sean Payton. Um, I, I haven't seen anything from them yet, right? I haven't mm-hmm. seen OCTV's telecast. It's like I'm almost I've ex- seen a little bit of it, yes. Because, is it that way? Is it the it's Saints offense? It's very similar to the Saints offense. Right, but you know, line uh, coach line is a, his experience level is such that, and and most coaches that are coming into the to the big chair mm-hmm. is that what do we have? What personnel do we have? And you you want to have your vision with the you, offenses, but you mold it to what the personnel you, you build have around what you, you have. run it with yep. your success. You know those who or give you success and those and they got a quarterback and Brady Carpenter, yeah. running back and who can throw? Yep, who can yep. throw? You got a running back in Trent Mir who's really good. I think their line is solid. I really like Mitchell Viviano at tight end. Um, so when you really look at Oxford, you know, they've got some playmakers, you know what I mean, yeah. that can do some damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defense is a little suspect, but other than that, everything else, I mean, they've got it made. Yeah, yeah it's it's mm-hmm. it's exciting to see up there, you know, after what happened last year. But, again, you know, it, it's almost like 2020 didn't happen. Mm-hmm. We, we want to reflect on, like, Oak Park and the, the stuff, the mm-hmm. positives, the really good stuff. Uh, but with Oxford, it's just one of those. How do you come in as a new coach, and that's what you got? 
That's what happened, right? Mm-hmm. So this is year one. I see this as year one, and um, I'm so curious, Doug, about Friday. I mean, it's you know it's going to be jammed like it always is at it Lake Orion. It always is, yes. It's a yep. big game for both schools. It's so much fun. Trophy games. Trophy game, yeah. On the line. Yep. And then you look, Just at, a riot. look at the no. other side. You got – oh, sorry, Coach. No, go ahead. Because... Then you look at the other side, Lake Orion. I yes. mean – what is this team's identity? I mean, 84 points allowed in two straight games. This has been a team that we know offensively they have enough pieces, but they just haven't gotten the things done defensively. What we talked about, um, and, and I talked with with Coach Powell about it, and the – the offense was put in this spring, you know, this spring. This, this spring, yes. Right. And, it's, and yeah. people forget that. I mean, it's, it's, they are it's changing new. it. And yeah. I asked him, I said, okay, you've been doing it in, in meetings and, you know, uh, camps and everything. When did it click? And he said it actually clicked at the four-way scrimmage. Okay. That's a week before week one. So, week one, they go out and they play admittedly a substandard Eisenhower team. It was not the Eisenhower team. I think a lot of that was Preston Crum got hurt, and that's whenever they were in the third-string quarterback. Right. So, which Lake Orion have we seen? I don't think they moved the ball really well against Southfield last week. And because it's what we talked about earlier, if your offense can't move the ball, and you're giving the ball away either on turnovers, going forward on. If you go forward on fourth down and don't make it, you know you're giving you're the your defense a bad spot. Right. Yeah. So you've got all that, and I'm looking forward to this week to number one see what Oxford's going to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. And number two see just what the real Lake Orion is because right now we don't know. Yeah. That's the big question. I mean, you look at what Southfield has become. Obviously, they're off to a good start. You know what I mean? Isaiah Marshall's been playing really well. I mean, like, they've got some play playing receivers. I mean, like, I, I'm still not telling that defense a little A&T. That, but, that kid, Isaiah Marshall, impressed me a lot Friday night. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the, the velocity of his passes, the pinpoint accuracy, accuracy he yeah. had, and – this just in, he's only a sophomore. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then but I want to go back to Lake Orion. I mean, oh, yeah. like this the defense the last two weeks. Eighty four points allowed in two weeks. Yeah. I know against two very good quarterbacks. But when you look at Brady Carpenter, you know what I mean? When you look at Brady Carpenter this week, not as mobile as Shelby and um and um and um Marshall, but the pass defense has been the biggest biggest concern when I look at Lake Orion. And prob- that's, a, that's well, been a problem for years and, and, now. Well, we were talking secondary at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. That was a question last yep. year. But what about the front four on D? Like, you know, the defensive line. You got D in there. Are they getting deep. pressure? Are they getting in? Are, is, so are, are these quality quarterbacks, are they just that good that it doesn't matter if you get to them, they will find an outlet? Or are you looking at – that we just, you know, I shouldn't say we, we're trying to be neutral here, but is can Lake Orion not get home? Can they not put pressure to disrupt that passing game? Joey Thede has been a man amongst boys so far this season. 
and but he's got to get a little more out of the supporting cast. Yeah. Um, I really like Stephen Brown. He's a great two-way player. Um, he was he was in a war with Southfield's wide receivers mm-hmm. last Friday night. Um, but I think you're right. The the defensive secondary has got to step up. They've got to step up. If it, do you make some changes there in that secondary? That's the big question. But who do you go to? I mean, who that is such. Those are who do you go to? Right, and those are such difficult positions. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, Brown has the speed. Right. We know it. He's a hundred meter state yeah. qualifier. Right. He has the speed to stay with these receivers. But it's one of those you can stay with them, but. There's more to the game than just staying with a guy. But then what about right? offensively? Obviously, you look at, I mean, like, does do you need to open it up more? I mean, like, when you look at, obviously, in week one, week two against North Farmington, Lake Orion went more of a ground attack, you know, tried their their main identity. Ball control. Ball control identity. Run and the then clock. last week, they went more to, like, a spread, type of spread formation. But they went out, when I saw them come out with four wides, to the left side and a tight end stacked right. I thought I've never seen this before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. And but against if you look at Eisenhower, they ran the ball forever. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we weren't used to seeing them run the ball forever. <laughs> yeah. We're used to it's the ball flying it all over the stadium. Yeah. No mm-hmm. huddles yeah. and the ball flying. Yeah. And so I think Coach Powell is Excuse me, setting it up to whatever defense he's seeing on film. Mm-hmm. If he's seeing that, you know, the defensive line is suspect, he'll run it all day long. Mm-hmm. If you come against a team that's got a solid defensive line, maybe their linebackers and their secondary is a little suspect, they'll throw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, how do you know? You, know, you, you, <laughs> you can't rely on. You can no. look on film, and it's almost all like a, you want. It's almost like potpourri. It's like mm-hmm. you, you almost say like pick your poison. You can't right? what rely. Do we say, what are your strong suits? Right. You can't rely. Also, here's something. You can't rely on C.J. Witt to carry you in games. You know mm. what I mean? You can't, and that's what they did against North Farmington. Mm. You, know, you can't do that. I've been with the Lake Orion program since 1984, 1985. I never, ever thought I'd hear the phrase wing <laughs> set with Lake Orion. Yes. And you know, when I, when Coach Jennings told me that it was a modified wing T. Yeah. I mean, yeah, okay. And then I asked Coach Powell, I said, how do you describe your offense? He says wings and things. <laughs> yeah. And Coach Powell's yeah. been around the block a yeah, couple yeah. times. Mm-hmm. So but I never thought I'd see that with Lake Orion. Week one, it worked wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last two weeks, it has not. Yeah. And the only way you correct this stuff is in practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm sure they're doing everything they can to look at, whether it's adaptable week by week to who you're going to face. I don't know. Do you yeah. think it's up here with these guys? No. 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 You don't think? By I, this, I don't think so. By either. this time of the year, you better have your, your yeah. playbook down. You better have your assignments down, and you know if if you're if you're not into it up here, there's enough Thumbs guys off. standing on the sideline yeah. mm-hmm. that can step in and take your place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, okay. we're we're about fifty one and a half. Wow! So we better do some picks. Then. Yeah, let's you know do what? some picks. All right. 
All right, we're going to go first. We got Harper Woods taking on um, Pontiac Notre Dame Prep. This would be a really interesting game, obviously. <laughs> um, Pontiac Notre Dame Prep, we know they're powerhouse. Um, who do you guys got? Jeez, I, Harper Woods is such a question mark. We know it they're is. pretty good, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. Maybe they bounce back. Maybe it's a close one. I have no clue. Uh, I'll take Harper Woods. Why yeah, not? Harper Woods, what I'm going to go Harper Woods just but, because of the unknown. Vinny Booth, the quarterback. Yeah. You know, it's at home for Harper Woods. I'm going to take the Pioneers in this one. I'm just going to take, make it a clean sweep for everybody. Yeah, okay. yeah. Make it easy. <laughs> um, Let's go now to um Pontiac and Stockbridge. Stockbridge, high-scoring team, taking on Pontiac, who's getting better. It's at Wisner Stadium. Um, Do you see Pontiac? Go, getting their first win. What Stockbridge is Stockbridge League is what now? Capital Area Conference. They're, oh, mm-hmm. it reaches all the way that south. Mm-hmm. Um, Pontiac is still in their their growing stages. Mm-hmm. Uh, can they put some points on? I think they can, but they're going to give up a lot. I think we're going Stockbridge. You going Stockbridge too, CC, or closer? I'd love to see. I, I'd love to say Pontiac simply because number one, the numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, but. All that being said, Pontiac is, you've said, Sammy, growing pains. Today is a growing, or Friday night will be a growing pain. I'll take Stockbridge. Yeah, I'm going to take Stockbridge, too. I mean, like, um, it'll be a good game, though, I think, though. How about this one for a formal playoff rematch? No, not a playoff rematch. Last reg- game of the regular season rematch, Bloopy Hills and Avondale. Remember, it was Avondale winning the Bloopy Hills and beat them last year. Yep. And I'll take Avondale to beat him again. Ooh. Ooh. Give him the first loss. I, I think uh, Avondale goes down. They still don't know who they are. You got Blue Bay Hills? Yeah, I do. I am taking Avondale. So. I haven't been right, right yet, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> um, how about this one? Troy at Farmington. This one's going to be a mm. fun one. You know it what is. I mean? This one's going to be a fun one. I mean, like, Farmington coming off a really tough loss to Athens. Um, do you think Farmington knocks off Troy or no? I don't know. I'm liking Troy. Um, I think Troy goes in. The, it, it takes care of business. I do, I do too. I'll I'll go with Troy over front. They're putting some points up, man. It's you know, they're not the Troy. Of I'm gonna old. take Troy. No, I'm gonna take the Colts in this one. I mean, like, um, I think it's gonna be convincing. Ooh. Troy Athens Royal Oak. Troy Athens. Yes. Athens all day. Okay. Um, Berkeley Fernia. Berkeley. Um, Berkeley. Ber- yep. Berkeley too. They're. They are kind of firing on some cylinders right now. Yes, they do. Um, we got some good ones here. We got the Battle of Birmingham, Groves, and Seaholm. This one's going to be interesting. That's a Jaden Magnums comes back. Yeah, for this game. that's a toughie. Which Groves shows up? <laughs> which Seaholm shows exactly. up? Exactly. Yep, it's at Seaholm. It's in front of the forest. Oh, it's at Seaholm. It's at the forest. Yep. Seaholm. Yeah. Seaholm. The only reason I'm taking it is because they're at home. Uh, Groves. I, you know, my... Groves. Jaden Magnums back. Difference. Um, okay. You're taking Groves? I'm taking he Groves. Is. Okay. Um, and then you got um, North Farmington Oak Park. North Farmington looks good. Yeah, they do. North Farmington. I, I, legit. I Until otherwise. Until something crazy happens, I'm picking them it all held day. Oak and it's a six, so Greg Carter. Points. Greg Carter's probably going to prove us wrong. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take North, though. And then you got the Battle of Rochester. Rochester and Adams. We know about Rochester's history. They haven't beaten Adams since 1996. I mean, <laughs> Which like, is crazy. It continues for another year, it, Adams. I'm taking Adams, too. 
Yep. Give me the. Uh, I wish we had the. I wish we had the guy who um put the bagpipes on here. He was like, <laughs> they, you know, Adam said the guy that. <laughs> I know. I, I wish uh, we had him look, here. Look, when you know, years ago, when we go to Adams and the teams would come out of the school and the bagpiper would be leading them out, and the players would come out holding hands. Oh and, my God! I remember that. And I remember some. Lake Orion coaches who shall remain nameless just <laughs> shook their heads and said, no, no. Hey. We got to have him on here. Look at it. Football's theater, right? Yeah. I'm taking Adam, though. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go to the red. That's a sight to see, Doug. I'd love to see that. All right, Bring it back the... one time. All right, let's go to the red. We got, um, we, we're going to talk Lake Orion Oxford in a minute here. Clarkson and Southfield. That'll be a good game. That is going to be a very good game. Mm-hmm. Boy, I'll tell you what, the heart says Southfield, but the head says Clarkson. <laughs> I so, take your head over your heart yeah, every day. Yeah. I, I, I agree. You put That's a perfect way to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm uh, Clarkson, too. Yeah. Um, we got Stony Creek taking on West Bloomfield. West Bloomfield. Home or away? It's in the swamp. Uh, West Bloomfield. West Bloomfield. And then you have Lake Orion, Oxford. Um question is best here, last, right, this Sammy? is best for last, yeah. obviously. <laughs> um, Ian, you're going to start this off. Oh, great. Um, I think Oxford's on the rise. Lake Orion doesn't know who they are yet. I think uh, Oxford comes in, but it's going to be closer than you think. I think it's going to be seven points. You think it's going to be a I shootout? Think, I, I don't know about shootout, but I know it's, it's going to be close. They always... It, the cliche stands true. It doesn't matter who they are when they come in, mm-hmm. but I just right. I got a feeling about Oxford. I think uh, they're on the rise, and Lake Orion's still trying to figure it out. I think Oxford by seven. We didn't get to see Oxford last year. Mm-hmm. Whether that means anything or not, I don't know, but it sounded good when I just said <laughs> it. So... <laughs> I've never. It's not been, an easy pick. No, it's not because we've no, seen it's te- not. we've seen Oxford teams that mm-hmm. were rolling come in and get steamrolled Steam by Lake Orion. Yeah, and we've seen the the flip side. Mm-hmm. I am assuming that this week in practice, Coach Rick Powell has been a beast on his defense. Um, Lake Orion. <sighs> this one is got any numbers on that one. This one, not not in this game. This one, no. Oxford's got experience. They got a good quarterback, good running back. I'm still very curious about the wide receiving situation there, and I don't trust their defense. Lake Orion's got defensive problems themselves. So you know what? I'm gonna take Where's this. Where's he going? Where's I'm gonna he? take this. It's gonna be a 44. 40 game. Ooh. I'm going to take Lake Orion in this one. Well, actually, think about it. 49 42. 49 42. Mm-hmm. That's okay. how shootout's going to be. Close game, seven points, just like you said, but Lake Orion takes it. Yep. All right. I'd like to thank Coach Doug Corliss here. On Absolutely, the Doug. Good to hey, brother. Glad to do it. Yep. It's fun. Um, see what happens next week, everybody. Wish everybody best of luck. Uh, make sure you follow the um, basketball coaching hires on my blog at sammysemicolonetermina.blogspot.com. Also, we're going to. Also, we got a lot going on on other sports as well. So keep on the blog at that. I'm at SammySemiClonTermina.blogspot.com. We're going to sign it off here this week. Take care, buddy, and see you all next week. See you guys. See you next week. See ya.